Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Zach. Alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, idiots. So, Tim, what have you been up to this week? Besides sipping some delicious dragon milk right now. Dragon's titty milk. Thank you for that. Yep. What beer all sexual these days? It's kind of a problem for a podcast. You get pussy beer. No, no pussy beer. All right, now that half of you tuned out already. (laughs) um, That's a record. (laughs) We lasted 20 seconds. That's what you said. Um, so my week actually was pretty mellow, like a lot of it was just work and playing video games, so no complaints there. A couple of the highlights that I'll tap on real briefly was uh, Friday the kids didn't have school, so of course they invited all their friends over. Holy shit! But before that, um, I had a friend who was kind of in a tight spot with work, and so he brought his toddlers over. Oh shit, he so, brought them over! Well, that I think that was better than... Going there. Yeah, because I had to take my kids because there's no school. So we sort of... Why are there Zelda books on that cat? Those don't belong there. This is your room. I don't know why they're there. My fucking wife. Well, at least they're on a shelf, not the floor. That's true, but they could get dented. On the shelf? What do you do? How? You know, when I set up the tripod to record this podcast, I couldn't dent it. You're a paranoid weirdo. Okay, anyway. So, that was Friday. A lot of kids running around my house. That's, Jesus, that sucks. That's, whatever, it's over. How, how old is his youngest one? Um, like still in two, diapers. Two, three? I had to change a diaper. Shit, that sucks. That's all right. I'm, the first kid I had, I was like, oh, diapers, guys. And by my son, I was just like, whatever. And I got... Dude, so, I've seen, like, cut off fingers on diapers on phase me. I can change a diaper in, like, literally 30 seconds or yeah, less. Yeah, it's I'm easy. Like, in, out, get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter was like, oh, he's got a diaper. I don't know how to do it. I'm like, okay, fine. Move aside. And I'm like... And then she turned, She's got to learn this shit if she wants to babysit. Yeah, but she turned around for something else. And then I, I was, like, pulling his pants back on. She's like, what? You're done? I'm like... Well, yeah, it's not a task I want to dwell on. Yeah, no shit. We want to get this done and over with. So she was shocked how fast I could do it. That's anyway, um, the funniest thing that happened this week was, um, so my daughter goes to youth group, and once a month we feed the um, youth group volunteers before. How much does that cost? Like 60 or 70. Oh, that's not bad. It's not too bad. We just, we basically, we we tried other things like uh, some taco places where, but the thing was we had to go get it and bring it. So basically just every time we do Domino's now. And they, cause they have, they like it. Yeah. It's easier Fuck for us yeah. than going to picking up something. Yeah. Like some people actually make food, like spaghetti, whatever. Bless them. But we're like, <laughs> bless them. We're, we're just like, <laughs> You're like no, here's, no, money. We're just, here's we're, money. We'll just pay for it. Yeah. So, um, once a month we make a Domino's order. And we have it delivered to the place where the youth group meets at, right? That's cool. So, piece of cake, right? Is that the one, like, next to Costco, roughly? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I'm doing whatever at home uh, Thursday night. I don't even know what I was doing. Doorbell rings. I'm like, oh, maybe I got a package from Amazon. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if I ordered. I order a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, stuff's... And then my wife has a separate Amazon account, so she orders stuff, too. So, getting deliveries is pretty common. So I go downstairs and uh, open the door. I didn't even check the ring. I just, whatever, just yeah. go open the door. And there's a guy standing there. With a shitload of pizza? Yeah. He's got the, the big, like, steam carrier thing. That oh, shit. So warm. Yeah. And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He's like, he's like, you didn't order pizzas? I'm like, I don't 
think so. You know, I wasn't thinking in my head that it was Thursday. Yeah. But what had happened was my wife had gone online and ordered the pizza. Oh, shit. And she sent your address. Put it to our home address <laughs> instead of the... Uh... So did you decline the pizza? No, I'm like, well, crap. I mean, I was thinking, I was just like, what am I going to do? I could take them and then drive them over. But I'm like, I looked at the general driver and go, what if I tipped you again? Would you drive it the six miles to the, the place it's supposed to go? He's like, yeah, sure. So I gave him more money. So he made like a double tip. Because my wife, wife tipped him on the original order. How much did he get, do you know? I don't know. He made good money. But I How much did you tip him? I tipped him 15. Cause That's a good tip. He's good. I used to be a delivery driver. That's good. I, was th- I tipped him five initially and then went upstairs to get the address. Because yeah. he didn't even have the right address. I'm like, yeah, five's not enough. So I, I gave him another ten. Fifteen's appropriate. I think even 10 probably would have been okay with him, but I was like, no, we, we, appropriate. we really screwed it up. No, 15 is appropriate. Like, no, for like, for delivering it to your place and then to the next place, 15 was Well, I figured he was missing out on like at least one more delivery by me screwing it up. Probably. Well, you didn't, but yeah. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> that was just that funny. Sucks. Like that, we were both looking at each other like, I don't know why you're here. This is where I was supposed to go. <laughs> like, I fucking hate that. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. That's really it. Like, um, just work. We have to play a fair amount of games, which we'll get to later, but I see on our outline that you did a lot of stuff, so I'm going to step aside and let us hear about your week. Okay, guys, so I started, well, I should apologize um, for the podcast being so fucking late this week. Um, I went hunting. And let me tell you, I sent you photos of where I was hiking. Why like, do you pick areas that have such dramatic... Because that's all of Washington's legal hunting ground. Okay. He, so... Everything in the picture, if you can see on YouTube, my arm is making... Is literally straight up and down, like hands and knees crawling. Mm-hmm. So, like, my ankles are literally swollen. I think I sprained one of them just side-hilling. What I mean that is, like, my foot is literally not flat. The ankles are bent 90 degrees, and I'm walking... Mm-hmm. across miles of this shit. And, uh... Have you considered just finding, like, a stationary spot, like a tree stand and waiting? I... The person I hunt with doesn't do that, so... I mean, yeah. you, you did catch something the last two years. I so. did. Um, but this year I did not, but... Were you going to the same areas? Yeah. Okay. But what the problem is, like, what I've... He said, and he's been hunting since he was a lot longer than I have, like, probably 50 years more than me, um, it's like last winter was really cold and a lot of the bucks in, uh, does will die off during cold winters. So, so there's less of a herd up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so probably the next two years, as long as they're not super terribly cold winters, are going to be terrible. But I did a lot of climbing and my fucking body hurts really bad like I think me and you should go out there and we'll do it one day together and we'll see no I, I, I believe no 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 we'll see no, I believe we'll, we'll see what it's comparative to after your uh... see the thing about CrossFit is it's short and intense like this is over several hours this is over 8 hours minimum like a typical CrossFit workout is 20 minutes oh yeah I mean, it's this pretty intense hours. it's probably more intense than any given 20 minutes of your time oh I guarantee you but you're just longer, so you're gonna sucks. you're gonna hurt more later. Yeah, it sucks. Um, also, fuck that hill. Okay. Because that hill fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find in White Sam. Remember when we went and did Everybody's Brewing? Yeah. Right across the street from Everybody's Brewing is this fucking amazing pizza parlor. Okay. And uh, I don't remember the name of it. Sorry. But we'll go there. Me and you will go down there. We'll record a podcast. Okay. They have good pizza. It's kind of like Twilight pricing out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, it's good pizza. That it's means, good pizza, though. That means I use good ingredients, which means they don't charge a little more. Yeah. It was like 27 if I had two people. Um, and then they had decent beer. Not great beer, but they had like names that you'd recognize. They had like Barrel Mountain Brewing. They didn't have Everybody's Brewing, which is fucking weird. There's probably a story there. Yeah, probably. Um, Everybody's Brewing has food, right? They do. That might be part of it. Might be. Um, and then I just want to say fuck deer because I like didn't see a single buck. Is that fuck deer? Fuck deer. There's a deer in my neighborhood right now. 
Yeah, you were showing me like people on Facebook in your neighborhood are posting pictures of deer. So while you were gone, there's you're like, deer. There's you're like deer. Like ha ha. Let's yeah, go to Zach's neighborhood exactly. where, where it's safe. Yeah, he's not here, guys. Let's go. Um, I did some baby stuff, baby prep. Um, this coming Sunday, we're having the like birthing class that we did. We like meet up every month. Okay. And so this month is at our house. I was like birthing class. You know. The- your son is out in the world now, right? Yeah, we're like trying to rebirth him. You don't need to. Yeah, no, no, we're trying to rebirth him. It's, it's all good. He does high, five, high fives now. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I worked in my office. There's like hob posters and yeah, yeah. Try for some shit. Hold on, I'm gonna show. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, other than that, I worked in my office doing some other things, trying to clean it up. Um, so if you guys are watching on youtubecom slash plug and play gamer, Tim is showing you guys the defenders of Triforce. Which we did last year for Tim's birthday. Um, and then hob posters, which we're missing a couple picture frames for, but they are coming. There's which, by the way, I lied on the price. Fucking shipping was ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm sorry. It's all good. So that's one. That's another one. There's one other print that's not here. There's one other print, yeah. And then there's two of each one. Yep. Um, so why do you only get two? That's kind of weird. Because that's all they had at store. Oh, okay. You can put them in the front. I don't give a shit. I don't know. I just set them over there. Um, Podcast got out late. And then today, I texted you an address. Yeah, with no explanation. Like, if if I don't show up in two hours, this is where you send the police. So, there's this address. I'm not going to say who bought it, but you know who bought it. Oh, okay. And there's squatters on it. Right. And today was the official day that we got the deed to the land. Okay. So we went out there today, okay. and we're basically... So it wasn't just you, it was you and the, the other person. Yep, me and the other person. No weapons, which was stupid looking back on it. Did we you should... even like, discuss that? No, but next, I, I'm bringing my... Well, the thing is, is like when you bring a weapon to a situation, it can, it, sometimes, amplifies it. It can sometimes make it more hostile and make something happen that wouldn't have It happened. wouldn't mean that I have to take it out of the vehicle. Just leave it in the vehicle in case something happened. Okay. But I am going to bring it to work for the next foreseeable future just in case oh so this meeting didn't go so well well we didn't meet anybody I thought you said they're squatters they're squatters they're there they wouldn't fucking answer the door or the barn so they just didn't miss the door exactly so I took photos of all the vehicles that they have on the property Mm -hmm. all the license plates Mm -hmm. I took photos inside the house like through the windows going up putting my phone up against the window and taking photos of the property to document what it looked like at the day that we actually took so control what are the, of the property. What are the, like, I know they're squatters, but do you have to put a post in a They own a million dollar home on the back property. The property literally right behind us, the same family owns a million dollar home. There's what? no reason they fucking lost this to the auction company. Well, just because you own a huge piece of property, you can't really leverage that to pay... Like the mortgage or the property insurance on a different property. That's like, that's money that's tied into property. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, from what I've been able to find out, that other well, that house is completely paid off. Sure, that doesn't matter. The situation is though that you've got people that are living on a property that this other person's land now. Yes. And how are you going to remove them? So the attorney basically said, "Go out there, let them know that you own it." And so did you leave a note since they answered the door. No, nope, we're going to go back out there tomorrow. Try again. They've always been outside. We've gone by this property like five times. They're always outside. What if their strategy is to just literally run inside and not talk well, to them? Well, tomorrow I think we're bringing up the... My uncle knows a sergeant for the sheriff's department, and I think he's going to come with us. Okay. So basically he will be... Well, then you won't need a weapon. You can let him handle that. I'm bringing a Hey, he might need backup. There is no cell phone reception there. So, well, it's been really fun uh, podcasting with you, Zach. <laughs> episode 163, final episode of the Plug and Play Podcast. Wait till 164. Uh, I'll do a, one little podcast with a follow-up. I'll post news like Zach is dead. Awesome. So, I'm not really positive. We might bring him out tomorrow, or we might just try to go out there by ourselves. Um, Fantastic. But it's, like, it's weird because literally on the driveway, you have no Verizon cell phone coverage whatsoever. The only place I got coverage was at the house and at the barn. And speaking of the barn, we're going to have some plug-and-play brews going because we're turning that into a brewery. 
Not until you clear it out. Well, I, fuck. <laughs> All right, you know how to brew beer? Nope. Okay. You gonna start this along with your cult too that you promised last week? Oh, we got the cult going on. Okay, you said you were gonna have like letters. Okay, well I fucking hunted this week, so we're gonna have. You said you would have like a backstory for our cult, the rules. We're gonna have it. We're gonna have it. We're gonna. You promised me the whole Articles of Confederation for our cult. You got jack shit. And you think you can do a brewery now too on top of it? It's gonna be the cult. No, the plug and play brewer. No, it's the cult of Tim's giant sack. Remember, we established that. Yeah. See. I came up with the name of it. It's good. I came up with the Shut name up, of it. Up, you were supposed to do the backstory. Shut up, Tim. Shut up, Tim. We were founded in 2016. All right. On the income that was on Tim's sack. So, no. Shut up. I'm making up with the backstory. That's a horrible backstory. I don't give a fuck. No, Tim. It should be like... A no, house. Tim. I'm coming up with the backstory. It should be how Tim's giant sack is warm and enveloping and will support you and no matter where you are in life. You can always sink into the sack. The sack and it will always fill your face with cum. You don't have a knack for this. Like, we're going to have, like, only weird guys in our cult. There'll be no women. You never know. There's some fucking freaky no, women out no, there. They'll no, be like, I want Tim's to, cum sack all over me. You are going about this so wrong. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, now the other, like, two listeners we still have left. <laughs> from the opening of the show. Okay, go on. What else did you do this week? So, we went to that fucking murder property. There's like, okay, so I look on Google Maps. Okay. There is, okay, so there's, when we bought the place, there was two, there was a house and a shed. Okay. Driving onto the property today, I found a house, a shed, an outbuilding, a barn, and then a, they're building something. Like, currently. And then I went on Google Maps, and he owns, like, or we own, like, 15 acres, and out in the middle of this fucking forested area, it looks like there's another goddamn building. <laughs> so... On your property? Yes. Okay. So, I'm not really fucking positive what's going on here, but I can't wait to, like, start, like, exploring this and be like, well... And a couple of those places just need to come down. So, we're gonna rent a, uh... Rent a big-ass, like, tool, so we can, like, knock buildings down. Like an earth mover kind of thing? Yeah, like okay. bulldozer? Yeah, or like TNT and just blow the shit up. That'd be fun. Yeah, so. Episode 175, we blow some shit up. Exactly. So, that's what I did this week. Alright, well, yeah. Tomorrow's oh, up. by the way, one of the people that was on the property, we saw them as we were entering. They ran and hid in one of the buildings, so we pounded on the door. But left their fucking child in the car. So, that, that was a little weird. They, like, saw us banging on the front door of the house. Like, hid in another building. And as I'm taking photos of their car in their license plate, their daughter is sleeping in the back of the car. And I'm like, the car's unlocked. And I'm like, really? That's not fucking safe. You don't know who the fuck I am. This is, this sounds so bad. Yeah. It does. It sounds real bad. Like... You, you better go together until you get the situation resolved. Yeah. We will. So, anyways, continue on. What games have you played, Tim? Um, so I picked up Mass Effect Andromeda. Do you want to know how much I spent on it? Six dollars. Close. Ten. That's too much. Whatever. It was actually kind of fun. The It was actually kind of fun. It was kind of fun. So the story part is pretty weak, but the graphics, like this planet that you're on, is kind of cool. There's this weird thing where lightning strikes and then things like that get hit by kind of float in the air. Um, and then I got to make my own character. What do you think? Looks kind of like me. Like you? Yeah. The fuck? Looks like... Doesn't it look like me? I mean, I guess kind of, yeah. Kind of? Yeah, I guess kind of. Kind of. Their face recognition is better than 2K. I did it all by myself. Oh, did you? I modeled this. Oh, that's not bad. There's one other picture I'd have to show you on Twitter, though. Um, I think my character looks pretty much like me. I would think he actually looks a lot of cute, but still. Um, So that was fun. I actually had a lot of fun with the character creation. Um, One of the big things that got knocked on was the face animation. There's some weird animation going on. Like, when people in one area decide to go to another, they always run. And it just, it looks weird. What? It looks weird and awkward. <laughs> like, they just, like, take off running. They, they don't move like normal people. Um, but the the shooting is really good, and the the 
environments look cool. I don't know if I'll play that much of it, but it was ten bucks. <laughs> I don't know if I'll play any I really more liked, of it. I really liked the um, first three Mass Effect games. Yeah, he looks like you, I guess. Um, it's it's it helps when you're in motion. It's hard with these stills, but I made a pretty good facsimile of myself in Mass Effect Ascension. Not Ascension, um, Andromeda. Um, I played some more Hob, not as much as last week. Played some more Golf Story. That's kind of my go-to, like, have before bed. Have you called your ex-wife yet? Nope. Jesus uh, Christ. I don't have a wife yet. Fucking tutorial mode. It's not tutorial mode, it's the first two. Yeah, Once I beat this course in the second mode, I think that's going to happen. Have you played Frisbee Golf yet? Yeah. Is it a bitch? I've it's heard it's a, a real it's fucking a, bitch. It's a total I bitch. I heard you can guide them, but like people say it's like exact opposite. It is. It's a total bitch. You have to kind of turn your brain off and like kind of follow your instincts, that makes sense. Like if you think about it, you're, you're going to fuck it up every time. You just kind of have to go. It's weird. It's hard. I spent like 30 minutes to like got past that part. Okay. That part sucked. Everybody says that is right. Um, that part's bullshit. Um, but the game I've been playing most this week is Hellblade. Um, Sending with Sacrifice. I think I watched I'm, a few videos. I yeah, you would. I don't know if you'd like all of the game, especially the puzzles, but um, the imagery in the game is fucking amazing. Yeah, the like, person I saw was she's awesome. basically fighting to get into hell, and now I'm basically in hell. They call it Hellheim in the game because it's a uh, Nordic or North Myth or Norse. Norse mythology. Norse mythology. So you have to fight two gods to get entry into the Helheim to face this main god. You're basically trying to... Um, your lover was tortured to the point where his soul was separated from his body. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking torture. There's this one scene I almost uploaded to video where, where she finds him. She finds him? Yeah, when she, she goes... She's got psychosis, so she... Kind of what she left her village at one point to, to kind of deal with it. You know, okay. go have a little walkabout, and she comes back and her village is burned to the ground. Her lover is strung up between four trees, a skin flayed from his body. Holy shit! <laughs> yes, and while she's walking into this scene, like one of her psychosis voices is just like talking shit to her. It's fucking amazing. That's awesome. It's you didn't amazing. record that? I did record it. Okay, you need to upload it. Okay, I will. Um, it's only like two or three minutes, but that's like my favorite. It's like in the middle of the game. It, it's it's interesting the the story. You you start off just doing you're you're going somewhere and you're not sure why, and then you learn that you're trying to kill these two minor gods to get entry to hell. So you know that, and then after you kill the two minor gods, and you're on your way to hell. You figure out why, which is that you're trying to um, restore your. Not restore your lover to life, but restore your lover's soul so you can like be with him, like in the afterlife or whatever. Um, and she's psychotic, and she's hearing his voice. The voices are so good. Like you, if you play Hellblade, you must play it with earphones because you'll hear voices in one ear than the other. That's so fucking. And like up. some, some will be like encouraging, like she can do it. She's smart. Those like no, she's weak. She's afraid. She's gonna lose. She's gonna die. Oh dear God! And it's so good. So good. Alright, so I'm loving it. It's actually a really good Halloween game, too, with the imagery. There's just one part in hell that I showed you that I won't describe here. Yeah. That was <laughs> good. Like, wow, that yes. was really fucking good. I am like, loving... reaching out towards her and shit. Yeah. So, I'm loving that. I I feel like I'm in the last hour or two. I'm... Gonna, I'm... I fought through a bunch of monsters. There's... Getting into hell, like, you fight... Like, all the monsters you fought before in this huge wave... And this epic, like, pounding Gaelic music comes on while you're fighting them. She's like, yeah, fuck yeah. What the fuck, what the fuck is Gaelic music? Like, uh, chanting, guttural. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. It's sweet. And it's Ozzy like, Osbourne, gotcha. She felt like a badass, like, doing all these moves. Like, it was cool. Nice. It's very cool. So, I'm in a puzzly part. After the puzzly part, I'm thinking there'll be, like, a big confrontation. I feel like I'm in the last hour or two of the game, so... I wasn't recording the show. I'd be finishing it right now. Um, that's what I'm playing. What about you? Moving on to TikTok. Son of a bitch. Dude, I was hunting. I was playing like playing like Hill Climb 2K18. Sucks. That fucking expansion kills you. We should go through all of our podcasts like in our feed. And just put an asterisk next to the one where you actually play the <laughs> And see what happens. 
We played one game, so you can talk about that. We did. We played Inmates. Yeah. This was I a, almost got fucking sick and puked all over my computer. This was a fun episode of our playthrough. I thought it was a good. It was a fun. There one. was two puzzles we solved. I yep. thought we were we solved them pretty well, and there was like puzzles that we didn't need to solve, but we uh, kind of we did. We texted our producer, and she like solved it for us. Yeah. Over the air. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It was pretty sweet. Um. So yeah. No games. No games. So, oh, I forgot a game I played. What shit? What did you play? Shit. Um, Steam World Day 2. Oh, you played it? I did. Switch? Yep. Switch! It's actually really good. It's really fun. Switch! I'm playing a lot of my Switch these days, actually. You are, actually. I'm enjoying my Switch. Alright, sorry. I threw in another game there since you've been playing. Cool. Yeah. I played a lot of that, actually, more than Hobbit this week. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Steam World 2 today is fun. Is it it's like... cool because you get, like, upgrades pretty regularly, and it's it's fun. Huh. Fucking tired. Alright, let's do tech talks and go to bed. Alright, sounds good. Um Alright guys, so this week's tech talk is the Pulse Fire FPS by HyperX. Um, sure you wanna open it? Let's read the box. Pretty sure I wanna open it. Okay. HyperX has their usual cool packaging. Yes, they do. Um, so if you guys are watching youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Uh, Red Dot Design Award winner of 2017. The Pulsefire FPS, guys, is precision optical mouse designed for first person shooters. So this is a first FPS, um, obviously. Design mouse. Um, let me see if I got specs on this bad boy. Uh, four preset DPI settings with LED indicator, 400 to 3200 DPI, Pixar 300 or 3310 sensor, Omar switch or Omron switch, sorry, uh, comfortable ergonomical design and lightweight 95 grams. So it's a lightweight mouse, guys. Um, as you guys have probably heard in the past, I'm not a giant fan of lightweight, but I do like a semi lightweight. Like I like a middleweight. It's a little bit of drag, but not a whole bunch. Um, but we will see. Ooh, this is different than the HyperX stuff of the past. So this is a corded mouse, guys. Um, it's, it's got actually, a braided cord. It's got braided cord, just like the rest of HyperX. It's got a nice black design with red accents on the uh, scroll wheel and on the cord. I'm assuming that button would be the switch. It's got two buttons on the left side of it where your thumb rests. Um, nice rubber texturing to the right and left side of the mouse pad. And yeah. So this is the first time we've opened it. Uh, I always fucking love these. Hold on. I'm gonna hold this up to the All camera. Alright, yeah, you hold it up to the camera. Congratulations on joining the HyperX family! Get ready to experience a whole new world of gaming with HyperX. As a passionate gamer ourselves, we sweat the details to make exceptional products knowing you will notice the difference. I love these thank yous. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, that top button is actually the GPI clicker. Um, so it changes. Yeah, so it will change and it will light up different colors. Expect a review coming over at the buttonsmashers.com very shortly on this. And uh, I'd like to thank HyperX for setting this out. So cool. that is a hashtag sponsor, I think is what they agreed upon nowadays. Cool. So, um, I should say that HyperX is the uh, supporter, official mouse supplier of Intel Masters Extremes ESL and of Navi Nades, uh Viseri. So, cool. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Awesome. We'll be right back, guys. Here we go. Off the rails. But you know it's time to raise our sails. It's freedom like you never knew. Any bags, pass, in a word, I'll be there in a flash. You could say my heart is off to you. Oh, we can zoom all the way to the moon of this great wide wacky. 
with me, draw coins with me, oh yeah. It's time to jump up in the air. Jump up, don't be scared. Jump up, then your cares will slow away. And if you don't have such a Switch. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. This week's tasty treat is Dragon's Milk, brought to us by New Holland Brewing Company. It is a American Imperial Stout Double. Um, double Stout. Double Stout. Eleven point or eleven percent ABV and thirty one IBU. Um, double D tasty tea. Double D tasty tea. Uh, yeah. So, that is what we're drinking this week, guys. It's nice. It is very nice. So, uh, hey, Kim. Yeah? You ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Kick us off, Tim. Actually, wait. Let me kick this off. All right, you go first. Hold on. Any You can go ahead. Son of a bitch! What do you want to do? You're going ahead. All right. <laughs> You're going ahead, Tim. Then let me go ahead. All right. So, um, I think I've talked about this location way back—not this year, but last year—for a um, Adventure Time Tuesday. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Movie Madness is kind of a Portland. Treasure. Movie Madness is on Belmont Street. Um, it's been there for, I don't know, 20 years maybe, 25 years. It's a really cool video store, and that's like really minimizing how cool it is. It has tons of props from actual movies all around the walls. You have talked about it, yep. It has movies that you can't find anywhere else um, in all sorts of bizarre categories from Korean films to black exploitation to gay and lesbian to. To what? Black exploitation. Black exploitation. Yes, it was a genre back in the seventies, like uh, Shaft. Are you familiar with the movie Shaft? Nope. God damn, you don't watch any film. Nope. Some people listen. Is this like where they like, exploit black people? Kind of, but they're. It fucking better be with the name Black Exploitation. It's like cheesy movies where black people do kung fu and smoke a lot of weed, and there's a lot of naked women. It's hard to... to so it's my type of movie. Kind of. Um, but there are all sorts of bizarre genres. Science fiction, horror, um, historical films, films from different countries. Like, amazing amount of films. Oh, films you can't even find... This out. Films you can't find online. Like, they've got... Like, Netflix's movie... Like, Two Girls, One Cup, shit like that? No. Oh. Not those kind of movies. Mm. They did have an adult section for a while. I think it shrunk to basically novelty movies back there. <laughs> like the pirates porn movies. Yeah. Those kind of things. Weird. Um, no, they have weird movies. Really weird movies. But it's an amazing store. Tons and tons of films. Um, like if there was a weird movie I wanted to see, I would drive to Portland and, and pick it up there. That's what you I would. buy them or rent them? Rent them. Oh, sure. So, you know, back in the day, like rental stores were no big deal. This is one of the last surviving ones, and it's an amazing one. Well, Alaska's Lost Hollywood video. Or Blockbuster video. I mean, there's nothing else to do up there, so that makes sense. That's very true. So, the guy who owns it, um, he's like, I believe in his 70s. It's got 80,000 titles, by the way. Jesus Christ. Um, he's ready to retire. So, like, he doesn't want to just. Mike Clark is his name. He's ready to retire, and he's offered Hollywood Theater, which was recently restored by a group of cool guys, um, to buy it for. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. 
This is an $80,000 video collection. Um, it's $80,000? $80,000 piece collection okay. appraised at $585,000. Um, and Hollywood theater really under like appreciates film history. They do all sorts of cool things. Uh, one of the guys has one of the biggest Kung Fu collections on the West Coast. Jesus. Um, he plays those regularly. They just this last weekend played a 70mm print of the thing. John Carpenter's... I saw that, yeah. They do cool stuff. They they get film and history and, and appreciation. And they would be a great, great organization to curate this. So they're going... This Kickstarter is to basically buy the collection and turn Movie Madness, which is a Portland gem, into a non-profit and continue running it as it is. Mike Clark would continue to own the memorabilia that's in it, but he would leave it there right, to display. And so this is an amazing project. This is something I have personally gone and visited probably at least 20 times and, hmm. and rented movies from. It's a one-of-a-kind place. And it, How long do you rent them? For a week? I don't remember the rest of the period. Okay. I think you could probably... I think it's like two or three days, but you could take it longer and just pay more. But you're going to find movies there that you will not find. Any, you can't buy them. You can't stream them. Hmm. Like, there's movies there that you will find nowhere else. Um, like, you literally can't find them online. Okay. Like, there's been a... There's this one film called They Might Be Giants um, by... Uh, I can't remember who the actor was. But, like, literally, we couldn't find it anywhere else. Like, not, hmm. not on eBay, not on any kind of streaming service. Because a lot of these these forgotten films, there's no... Money, monetary incentive for Hollywood to put them online. Yeah. So they don't. Yeah. So they don't release the rights. They just hold on to them. And the only way you can ever watch them is when a physical copy was made and someone has it. Yeah. So a private collector might have a DVD or a VHS or whatever mm -hmm. form it was on, but you'll have no way to access that. Yeah. So if this goes away, we lose a big part of our own entertainment history. So I think it's a really cool project. I'm really passionate about this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it a little bit. Then we'll come okay. back and talk about the backing levels. This particular man has only one thing yeah, on his mind. It's still here. <laughs> Over 40,000 videos and 30,000 DVDs to rent. They're all mine. <laughs> Movie Madness has one of the largest video collections in the country. Most of these films are not available online and never will be. The Hollywood Theater is in a unique position to save Movie Madness, save this collection, and keep it available to the public. There's a story to be told when you walk into Movie Madness. You're drawn into the pathway of that store and the experience that Mike Clark has laid out for us. Movie Madness is the history of cinema. All the props and costumes and memorabilia, there it is. It's all under one roof. We have approximately close to 90,000 movies. Horror, action, sci-fi, thriller, gay, lesbian, special interest. What's incredible is how few movies are actually available online. Having anybody control what you watch and when you watch it is a really terrifying idea. Cult, black exploitation, biker, animal. I had a little bit of everything for everyone. And I wanted it to be special. I just get emotional when I think about all the, all the years that went into where I am right now and what got me here, you know. It's amazing. And now it's time for me to say goodbye. If Movie Madness were to go away, ugh, a Portland without Movie Madness isn't a Portland I want to live in. I don't like it. I hate it. That's a huge loss. It's an archive of life. If it were gone, a lot of people would lose a part of themselves that they didn't even realize that they had, you know? The Hollywood Theater is the only place on earth that can take this store and turn it in to something even better than what it is today. This is much more than just saving a video store. It's saving historical points of view. It's saving different cultures, histories. It is saving a community space for people to get together and, and celebrate life around the art of film. We're going to fold it into our nonprofit. We're going to create a community space out of it. We're going to create a screening room. We're going to add beer and wine. Uh, we're going to create member benefits. Um, we're really going to reinvent the modern movie store experience.
This store needs to stand on its own for the next 50 years and beyond. And this is where you, you, all of you, come together and put your support out there. And this is a dream come true for the Hollywood and for me and for Movie Madness and for you. So guys, um, as we are recording, there are 22 days to go. There's already 3,587 backers. This is, remember, a local Portland, Oregon project. Jesus. Um, they are looking, like I said, for $250,000 to purchase the collection. They currently have $2,307 or $237,000. Um, so so the, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Um, backing levels. There's a lot. Um, there's some cool ones. I'm going to go through some of the cooler ones. If I can find the right part, which I can't. That's awesome. Up to the top. Hint. Uh, rewards. Okay. $10 gets a thank you. $25 gets a pennant. There's a pin set, VHS cert, $50. There's a glow-in-the-dark Frankie t-shirt. All right. Here's where it starts getting interesting. $100. This is the level I'm actually considering. $100, you sponsor a movie. Select a film from Movie Madness's 80,000 plus collection to be sponsored under a name of your choosing. So it would have my name or Plug and Play Podcast That's pretty cute. on the movie for whatever. $150, you curate a shelf. So you pick a little shelf, you get five movies with your... Hmm, what five movies could I put on that show? You don't even watch movies. $150, just uh, a different level, gets you three months unlimited movie rentals. $300 gets you six months unlimited movie rentals. $500 gets your message on the Hollywood marquee. So that's not this location, it's the Hollywood theater, the one that's going to take over. You get your message on their big giant mark. Fuck you, Plug and Play Podcast. Uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> not the F you part. Okay, $600 gets you a six month movie lover combo. Unlimited free rentals. Uh, Plus six free passes to the Hollywood Theater, plus a t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. And there's also a 12-month uh, version of that for $1,000. $2,500 gets you a private screening in Hollywood, Portland. Um, your favorite film for you and 16 friends. Um, $5,000 gets you a private private screening in Hollywood for as many friends as you want. That'll fit. $10,000 gets you a private 70-millimeter um, screening. So, yeah. Um... I think this is a really cool project. I'm really happy that it looks like it's going to be funded. I'm really excited that Hollywood Theater is going to be the one taking over because they will they'll take care of it. Yeah. Hollywood's the one that you go to all the, all the time downtown, right? Like PSX and shit? Um, that's the one I've got to for the uh, uh, HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Oh. Um, I would have gone to the thing if I wasn't working weekends. They have lots of cool kung fu film. Their, their programming is really good. Gotcha. But, yeah, that's my, mine. What is your kicking? Cool. Tim, do you like Escorts? I mean, my wife used to drive a Ford Escort. It was okay. It wasn't great. Do you like Escorts? No. Like the ones you go to Vegas for? No. Wow. Do you? Sure. Why not? Where are you going with this, Zach? The Escort Chapter 1. What is the Escort Chapter 1? It is a comic. I'm going to go ahead and let uh, Nerd Publishing... Uh, Project Nerd Publishing, speak about this really quick, but also, I've already backed one of theirs, Billy the Kid, the oh, Western yeah. graphic novel. Yeah, So that. this is another one of theirs, and I'm going to go ahead and let him talk about it. Hey folks, I'm Iggy, creator of Esme Ford and The Escort, and I'm excited to bring you the Kickstarter for The Escort, Chapter 1. I've teamed up with awesome artists J.C. Grant, Esteban Salinas, and Bobby Delaney to bring you a five-part story arc following Esme Ford through the Baron's Wasteland as she escorts goods and people from city to city. This issue, first issue introduces you not only to the character, but the first mission that she's on, which is going to have some twists and turns along the way. The reason we're doing this, even though it's already written, already the artwork's already done, is we want to get it into more hands, for one, but we also want to be able to get issue number two and three completed. And that's where we need your help. So check out the nine perks that we have available uh, for you to pledge. And back us, support us, and let us know, of course, once you get a chance to read it, what you think of The Escort, Chapter 1. So he goes, guys just heard, the world is war torn and impacted by disease. If the few remaining cities left in the United States have become 
Fortified playgrounds for the rich. When citizens of these cities need to transport themselves or goods from one city to another, they hire an escort. <laughs> Different kind of escort. Exactly. So we're going to go over to back levels. I already backed this, um, so I'm getting the physical. Um, even though I don't read anything ever. Did you read the Billy Kid? Nope. God damn it. Why, Zach? Why? Digital copy... Digital copy, three dollars. Chapter a, one. Do you get a digital copy with your physical copy? I do. Alright, you send it to me and I'll actually read it. Okay. Um, chapter five, get you, uh, your chapter one escort, um, perfect bound hard copy. So this is just chapter one? Yep. That you're getting? Yep. Okay. Well, also throw in a digital copy, so you have two ways of, to read. Um, escort plus blaze one, escort plus Billy... Escort plus T-shirt, which I almost bought that one for twenty or for thirty dollars, because the T-shirt actually looks pretty fucking cool. Let me see. Um, I'll have to find it for you. Um, but for a hundred dollars, you get ad space. Not everyone gets this opportunity to have their business featured in one of one of a kind of comic. Hundred dollars could end up in the targeted hands of untold countless comic reading fans for Kickstarter run only. So we could do plug and play and be like, plug and play podcast! Suck my dick! I don't think you know how advertising works. Along with cult making and beer brewing. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to a list of things Zach does not know how to do. Gotcha. One, building a cult. Two, starting a brewery. Three, Three advertising a dick. <laughs> I mean, if you know how to do that, that's great. I said, you, you, know, you said, I don't know how to do Uh huh. That's a t-shirt. It's, I mean, it's That's generic, cool. but it's pretty cool. Um, so anyways, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm trying to scroll out really quick. The backing levels? Yep. How much are they asking for? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, How many days to go? They have 22 days to go. 48 backers at $600. They're looking for $1,000. And uh, they're out of Denver, Colorado. So... It's a pretty modest goal. I bet they yeah. get it. I mean, I would say with Billy the Western uh, graphic novel, it is very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I can see this working. Cool. So, anyways, that's what I got for uh, this week's kick it. Alright, you ready for some game news at Instagram events? Guess so. You just good, said it. With the good news and the bad news. I want to do good news because I want to end on a bad note. Fair enough. All right, this is breaking news. It just happened like an hour ago. Breaking news! Breaking news! So Nintendo just announced um, firmware uh, four. I think it's point zero zero for the Nintendo Switch. So four point zero point zero. Uh, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Kind okay, of weird. So it's available now. Um, yeah. Does that mean they're giving out four point zero point one? Pause. Well, I mean, if like one little thing's wrong, they have to fix it a little bit. Like the, I mean, they're not going to find everything until, like, thousands of users are banging on it. So, there's some pretty... <laughs> banging on it. There's some pretty pretty <laughs> significant improvements to the Nintendo Switch with this um, update. All right, Tim. The most exciting one... I'm going to save it for last. I'm going to save the most exciting one for last. I, or, well, I guess depending on who you are, this might not be the most... Anyway, there are new profile icons featuring characters from the Super Mario Odyssey game and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild game. So... Like, your little icon next to your name, there'll be new options. That's cool. That's cool. This is big. Transfer user profiles and save data onto another system. Like, before, you'd pretty much have to have... You better send that to Jess, because uh, she's needed that, like, three times times. now. She keeps buying broken switches. This time, instead of bugging Nintendo, like, fine, you guys, you can guys do it yourself. We're tired of dealing with your shit. But Nintendo has been notorious for, like, locking your profile onto one hardware unit. Now you can transfer it. You probably can only have it on one machine at a time, but still, huge improvement. Huge. Transferring your save data to another, that's a huge improvement. Like, like what if you were, like, really far into Zelda and you wanted to get a new Switch? I mean, Jess did put quite a few hours into Zelda and then, boop! Another option that's coming up is pre-purchasing um, certain games on eShop. Um, it just says pre-purchasing, but I wonder if they pre-purchasing? mean... Pre-purchasing? I wonder if they mean pre-loading as well. Because that would be cool. All it says is... PS4, so... I'm going from the... 
the um, official site, it just says pre-purchase. I'm hoping they mean pre-loading. So like, you load it up and like when the clock strikes midnight, boom, you can play the game. Alright, but the one that I'm most excited about is video capture for select, for select games. So what you're saying is I can't just take only photos now, I can actually capture my video? Yes, the part that bothers me is it says select games. So that's annoying. Um, how many games are they going to select him? I don't know. Tim, how many games? Doesn't say. Um, but those Tim. those are some pretty big improvements. Like being able to capture video instead of just still images. That's cool. Share some video with your friends or your YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty big system update, I think. Yeah, that's huge. Are right, you ready for the bad news? Yep. All right. EA, Destroyer of Worlds. They have they acquire companies and then they like like they kill them later. Yeah. They've, they've broken up. So they many. killed Anton. No. Okay, I'm good then. So, going back like I think two years. Yep. The um, opening panel for PAX. Mm-hmm. Woman takes the stage. Um, she shows her tits. Is that really all women are to you? What about their minds, Zach? I have such hope for you that someday you will grow to appreciate people and women for more than their shit, their gender, their nationality. Me too. Okay. Now you made me forget her name. <laughs> um, That's my goal in life. <laughs> dick. Um, I seriously forgot her name. I think it's Amy Hennick. It right. is. So Amy Hennick um, was the... I th- forgot that she did this at PAX. This is PAX East, I think, not West. No, because I heard her. Oh, really? You were there? I was there. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so, she used to work at Naughty Dog. Yep. Um, she was she's huge responsi- at Naughty Dog. She's a really good writer. She's yeah. responsible for the natural dialogue of the Uncharted series. Yeah. So, she made the move to Visceral. Yep. Visceral Studios in Canada, uprooting her life from the U.S. And to Visceral has gotten some cool games in the past. I really loved what they did with Dead Space 1 and 2. They did Dead Space, yeah, yeah. They also did... Um, Battlefront, that weird cop one. Huh? I think it was Battlefront. I get them in battle games. Battlefield. Battlefield, sorry. Yeah. Battlefield, what was the subtitle? It was uh, Battlefield Hardlines. Hardlines, yeah. Which, not a fan of, but whatever. No. They've had some other games in the past too, but Dead Space, really good. So, what Visceral was involved with and what Amy Hammock transferred to was a story-driven Star Wars game. A linear story-driven game. Yeah, so something like Uncharted, but Star Wars, which would be fucking awesome. It would be fucking awesome. Well, no. Because enter EA, who owns Visceral. EA owns lots of studios. They own millions of studios. Not millions, but... They millions of studios. (laughs) Not millions. Millions of studios. So, I'm... They own all of these studios. I'm just going to read this statement from EA Executive Vice President Patrick Sutherland who's my least favorite person this week. (laughs) Our visceral studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game to concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot. Pivot the design. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing a Star Wars story to life. Importantly, we are shifting... That is shifting the game to a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency, leaning into the capabilities of our Frostbite engine and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to explore. Oh, and we're shit canning everyone at Visceral. So, they're fucking scrapping the whole game. They're going to make it a multiplayer bullshit battlefront knockoff fucking Destiny bullshit, whatever, with tons of fucking loot boxes, no fucking story, and just a bunch of, like, pretty graphics that don't mean shit because there's no story behind it. 
And all of Amy has. I feel seen. bad for Amy because not just Amy, but like no, all no, no, no. I feel bad for Amy because she literally left a amazing career at Naughty Dog for a cool opportunity to work on Star Wars and make yeah. a fucking original story in the Star Wars and universe. And she was super stoked, and I think it was I was super stoked to see what I don't she know made. Where you're super stoked for? Oh, fuck <laughs> but I'm pretty positive that even one of the guys from Rebel FM left to work on this game with Amy. It's an amazing opportunity yeah. to work on... I mean, Uncharted, as, as a game, as an action game, is nothing special. You run and gun, it's third-person perspective. But, but the, Star Wars But the cutscenes are like... Well, Star Wars would be... Oh, so, it would be so good. Yep. They haven't shown much of this. So we don't know like how the production was going. And we'll probably never know what this game would have been. I can only imagine that EA looked at it and they realized, Oh, shit. They have a release date of 2020. 2019. No. 2019. It was 2019 fiscal year, which could lead into 2020. Well, this is all part of a big trend that I'm seeing, like, from everything from Overwatch to even, like, what has traditionally been more of a single-player game, like Shadow of Mortar into... Shadow of War. Shadow of War, where loot boxes, like... Shadow... Okay, but if you if you got You're Shadow actually, of War... Speaking of Visceral, you actually saw this in Dead Space 3. They introduced um, these weapon mods. Like you pick up pieces of weapons, and you'd be crafting your weapons, and you could buy. You could find some things in the game, but if you want to speed up the process, you could buy some bits from EA directly. And yeah. Nice thing about Shadow of War, though, is somebody's used cheat engine yeah. to crack all of those, <laughs> and you can go and modify. That's all not of the point, though. The point is that games don't give a shit about story and single play experience. They just want they don't. No. They want a multiplayer experience because they can get skins, they can get loot boxes, mm-hmm. DLC. I'm okay with skins. I'm not okay with anything else. Yeah. Changing oh. the art style of it, fine. If this, I want to pay for that, that's fine. But This really bums me out. Not only that I'll never get another a Dead Space 4, but this cool style. You don't know, EA still owns Dead Space, not Visceral. No, they're never going to make a Dead Space like they did 2. It'll mm-hmm. be more like 3 where it's this multiplayer action bullshit. Yeah. See, it, it'll... Yeah. Have the Dead Space name and look like Dead Space. Dead Space. We fucked you in the ass again. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, not happy. You ready for some uh, new game releases? I'm ready for another drinks when I'm ready for it. Okay, Realms of Arcania, Blade of Destiny, PS4, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Sport, PS4, NBA 2K18 Switch, WWE 2K18 PS4, Xbox One Switch, PC. I think I have a code for that. I'm not sure. Which one? Uh, WWE. Okay. Etrian Odyssey 5, Beyond the Myth, 3DS, Axiom Verge. Axiom. Axiom. It's more for... Axiom. Okay, I'll go with that one. Verge, Multiverse Edition Switch. WWE 2K18, Seen Enough Edition, X1. Seen Enough, get it. Get it. I've seen enough of this shit. Xbox One, PS4... The Man in the Cape, which is a.k.a. Uh, Superman, Special Edition PC. The Jackbox Party Pack 4, coming out on everything. Um, did you get a code for that? No, did you? Maybe. You son of a bitch. Don't knock twice, Switch! I would actually play it in my family. I'll get you the code. Alright. Rogue Tro- Trooper Redux Switch PS4. South Park The Fractured Butt I want to get PS4. that at some point. Me too. Bokusuka Wars <laughs> 2, PS4, Chaos Child, PSN. Chaos, semicolon, child. Elix, which we do have a code for. You PS4, do? PC. You do? I do. I played it at PAX, it was fun. Okay. Do you want to play it? Because I can get you a code. I asked for one, they haven't replied to me. What? Okay, I'll get you a code. Uh, Megaton Rainfall, that's like the, uh, Fallout 3 knockoff game, PS4. <laughs> no heroes. Like radioactive rain. Yes. <laughs> no heroes allowed, VR, PSVR. If that came out of Vibe, that'd be fucking hilarious. Uh, no heroes allowed, VR. Oh, for the Vive. It's still VR. I, I guess. It's still VR. Yeah, it's fine. Putty Pals, Switch, Spelunker, Party, PC. Switch. The Counter, Lucaneer, Switch. Party Golf, 
Switch. I got enough golf games on my Switch. What the fuck is Party Golf? I don't know. I don't care. I got all the golf games already. J Y D G E Switch. Jids. Super Ping Pong Trick Chat Switch. Revolent Saga Switch. Fire Emblem Warriors Switch. Nope. Yep. Switch 3DS. This one's uh, Let's Sing 2000. What the fuck? That's right. No way. Yeah. Let's Sing. 2018, Nintendo Wii. That's hilarious to me. That's fucking weird. Fire Emblem Warriors Special Edition, Nintendo Switch. Siberia, Nintendo Switch. Abyss, The Wrath of Eden, PS4. Real Farm, PS4. And until next week, guys, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play gas. And don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck EA. Fuck EA. We love Nazis compared to them. It's a tough call. I'd shoot them both. No, I would, I would shoot Nazis. I just look really mean at EA. And we are here. Tasty treats. Oh my and god, ham. no, start over. <laughs> Thank you, Episode 163. No, no, we are here, Tim. No, we're stop. doing this. No, we're nope, not. we are. I am your host, Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. Welcome, minions. <laughs> Shall we start? Yes, you should. That was the worst <laughs> open you've ever done. And you had a cup pullover. Questionable, but that was bad.